and we're live what's going on people this is the real talk real walk family and we are back again with yet another episode come on another episode full of energy sauce and juice come on another episode full of tomato ketchup and brown sugar saucy Another episode full of Can I Chime In? Oh, yes. Another episode full of The Bible Says. Amen, amen, hallelujah. Another episode full of In the Revelation. (laughs) The Bible Says. Another episode where we come to disturb your energy. Mm. I don't even know what I'm saying now. Back with myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer. And and we are the Real Talk, Real Walk family. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however, or wherever you're listening. We appreciate you. Firstly, thanks for all the love in the last episode. I think this is becoming a habit. You lot are starting to, not starting, because you lot have been working with us for a long time. But I'm seeing the energy with the last episode with regarding swearing. I'm seeing it. Mm. I'm seeing a lot of people were triggered. I'm seeing a lot of people were rattled. Effing mm. <laughs> and jeffing. <laughs> that's a new one i heard i heard someone say that today so i said yeah i'm gonna use that one effing and jeffing bloody yeah. hell that one was made just for you E-man. trust me <laughs> trust me i like that one. Oh, that's funny bro but no we love we love the feedback we appreciate it man all the time guys look be sending us your feedback let us know what you're what you're thinking let us know your thoughts don't just leave us us free here just talking up and down everywhere Yes, yes. You know, I was actually going to come and air what I was. I wasn't going to say what I was saying before we started recording. I was just going to leave it, but <laughs> but because I, because I'm a humble girl, mm. I literally said before we started recording that I have to mm-hmm. apologize to Gabs because when we were recording the swearing episode like last week or whenever, mm. I was like, "This is so unnecessary. People don't need us to spell out the swear words." Mm. However, the response has been quite positive mm. and it was needed. So, Gabs, you were right. I was wrong. I'm a Thank humble you. girl. I can apologize. <laughs> Imagine Thank you. Apologizing. Well, you marry your pastor, Ibad? You have something to say? I have nothing to say. Can we continue? <laughs> you can tell us why you don't want to apologize or why you're not sorry. Uh, why because, your speaker remains the same. <laughs> because I have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> all, of you, all of you that like effing and effing, God is watching you. <laughs> and for those, even in the context that Gabs was, for those that of you that, because we even found out that. Anyway, actually, <laughs> actually, what were you saying? Actually, some of you in the bedroom, you are effing and jeffing to arouse yourselves. Emmanuel, are you telling me the truth? All right, once again, God is watching. You guys know yourselves. There's continue, continue. You know yourselves. It's the knowledge of God that's upon all of us. Ah, it's the knowledge. Sometimes. Yeah, no, no. I give it. I obviously with the with the with the F words, the uh, the F words. Sorry, the uh, the original um, where it originally comes from is old German language. So, from that perspective, um, I hear it. Mm. It comes from a German word, which literally translates to to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Told me, <laughs> and so some people are using it in the bedroom. Because that is the correct contextual meaning of the word, apparently. 
<laughs> just to add to that, for the listeners, small context, Aura did her background research after last week's episode and went to Google what this means. Because I was informed and then I double-checked and it mm. turns out that the people who informed me are correct. So shout out and, to you guys. Mm-hmm. And it means to strike and penetrate. Mm. I'm only not naming their names to protect them, not because they told me. Aura said NDA. But shout out to you guys who you are. I hear it. So, no. so just to, just to clarify. So, obviously, in that context, all right. So, your people are using it for that particular reason. Our people are using it in the bedroom. They're saying so it, it's me because it means because it means. So they say it for what it means. Yeah, basically. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. But outside, outside of that, no, they wouldn't use like, it outside. It's like we were saying with the female dog. Like, obviously, you'd use the word to refer to a female dog, but you wouldn't use it outside of that context. It's right. Great. Same way. Or people, are using that in a, people are using that in a bedroom, Sha. Anyway. Some people are using that in a bedroom. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it, they're, they're only using it for the bedroom only. Okay, I hear that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, if, if when you're referring to, to to plunging, then yeah, that's when it gets mentioned and it gets discussed. <laughs> okay. Cool. Nobody's using it to abuse. I hope not, Sha. <laughs> ah, well, that's that's what you should have really been talking about because this this... This sex one can over it can overlook the fact that, or people can overlook the fact that more people or more Christians are actually using it for, for actually abusing people as opposed to mm. the sex one. Mm. Yeah, true, true. But that's probably because a lot of them are not married. But the married folks should know. Do you know what I mean, the married folks should have knowledge when to use it and when not to. Mm. Not saying you should. Not saying you. Not saying you have to. But I think married people would know the context in which they're going to use it. If they're swearing outside of the bedroom, that's their own business. Shout out. That one, I can't rationale that one. Hmm. Okay. Right. Great, great shout. We'll get there. But E-Man, look, your grown man, oh, my apology, bro. You <laughs> say you turned a year older now. Hmm. You're wise now, bro. Hmm. I'm, I'm being wise. <laughs> You're an extra year older, bro. There's more wisdom now. Yeah, absolutely. So it's wisdom for me to keep my mouth cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it no no, no I, I said I said uh, well okay I'm joking no I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking on your birthday though, how was it man speaking of your birthday yeah, it was it was it was good it was a it was a humbling experience mm. um, obviously you know for a little context for the listeners you know the last year and a half has has been a lot of things so, which, you know, a lot of things have been, well, well, were affected and challenged and stuff like that, my personal life. So this birthday was really one where I was like, you know, if anything, I would want to, I would want to do something. But at the same time, as you know, as the days were coming close, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll park the idea. Um, but thankfully, God's grace for an amazing wife and, and amazing people close to me were able to do something. I was able to mm-hmm. you know, have some time away and I was also able to, to go out and have dinner as well with, with some friends and loved ones. And yeah, it was really good. But yeah, mm-hmm. this I think for me, it's, it's really this moment in time, especially leading up to Christmas as well, like mm-hmm. it just really makes me um, not, I wouldn't say... I just randomly got to this place. I would say life has kind of taught me wisdom, as you said, that life has really taught me, especially my journey with God, that there are really moments where you have to be grateful for what you have. And I was deep in it. Like for, for me, like 
for example, maybe one of the big things that is on a lot of people's list is money, yeah? Mm. And I deeped it and I was like, okay, cool. When growing up, when our parents used to say, praise God, thank God for your eyes, thank him for your nose, thank him for breathing, thank him for walking, thank him because you have your heart is working, thank him for this, all of that, yeah? And obviously growing up, you think, oh, they're just doing, like, they're doing the most. Like, okay, yeah, we thank God, but cool, like, when we say thank God, it's enough. But then when you grow older and you deep it, like, you know, if money is at the top of a lot of people's list, which which I definitely think it is, when you think about, when you look at your life and what you have, like, me, I was thinking, you know, yeah, God, I'm actually, I'm truly grateful because mm. I may not have the money I, I want. I may not have everything that I want. But the things that I do have, yo, a lot of people don't have it. And I think we take it for granted because it easily comes to us. Oh, your husband is there. Oh, your child is there. Oh, this is there. Oh, you have, you know, you have, you might have a job. Your job might not be the best, but you still have a job. And when you, when you put things into perspective, you actually have something to be grateful for. And do I we think, think yeah, do go we, for it. Do we think we as a people are like that because we're getting older and we're facing more issues? So now we understand that we have to thank God for the little things. You just, I think it's, I think it's part and parcel of the journey, especially as you grow in God, which you, as you grow with God, you're actually technically growing in age, but you, you really learn as you go through life that, ah, life is not as, as simple as people have made it out to be. So for example, it's kind of like when I was talking to you the other day, Gabs, like there's one minute where you're single, the next minute you're engaged, the next minute you're married, the next minute children, all of these things. And when you get, when you, at, when those different facets of life come into play, like you then think, rah, it's not easy, rah, there's these challenges, there's this, there's that. And then as you go through those things, then you realize, oh, so the people that have gone ahead of us, they like, they, what they have is, um, the, the, for those who like, for example, marriages and their marriages are thriving, it's healthy and stuff like that. They have to put the hard work in. It's when you get there, you're like, ah. I really now know. So then you're like, you know what, God? I'm actually grateful for a marriage that is healthy. We're still growing, but I'm grateful for a healthy marriage. I'm grateful for this job because I know I've got, you know, I've got boys who can't pay for their mortgages. I've got people that are in serious, crazy debt. I've got people that have taken out loans and they don't know how they're going to pay it back. And you're looking and you're like, yeah, my salary ain't that great, but bruh, the you're, not, you're not in debt like other people. You know, you can uh, you can pay your bills, all of that kind of stuff. So as we grow, I believe that yeah. God shapes us in giving us better perspective as well as wisdom. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely feel like, obviously, when you do put things into perspective, you kind of realize that look, you've actually got life better than what you think it, or than what you think you have, mm -hmm. or the way you think you have it, or you've got life better than some others, or you you sometimes realize that the situation is not as bad, or it can be worse. So sometimes you kind of see light at the end of the tunnel. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely do hear that. On that though, um, do you think it's okay to pray such prayers like I could have I could have been down and out like so and so, or I could have been oh. or, or God God, I thank you that I'm not in I'm not struggling like you know these people in third world countries, for example. <laughs> absolutely not I think that you're confusing having I think you're confusing perspective and having appreciation for where you are in life what you what you've walked through and having just having an I think you're confusing having appreciation having an appreciation for where you are in life 
to being like, oh, well, look at me. I'm not down and out like X, Y, Z. Mm. I think that's a really terrible way to look at things. Mm. And the reason that is, is because, the reason I say that is because God doesn't love the next person any less just because they're down and out and you're not, number one. And number two, it could, as we've just talked about, there's different seasons to life and that could very easily be you tomorrow. You know, like nothing is ever mm-hmm. set stone, nothing yeah. is permanent. And, and all of us are, all we can do is be grateful for every season of life. It's, it, it says it in Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. And maybe right now you might be down and out. Tomorrow might be your prospering season. Maybe right now you're prospering. Tomorrow might be your down and out season. Mm-hmm. And I think that... um that's poor theology to say, well, just because I'm not like X, Y, Z, um, I'm 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 more blessed than that person. I do I do agree to an ex- I do agree. I do agree. And it, it probably is me hearing bad doctrine from like yeah, that back in doctrine, so it, it could have been me. I think that's all you're saying. Yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> or like worship leaders, they say like when they're when they're high in the spirit and the drummer is drumming and the keyboard is keyboarding and, and everybody is under serious emotion. Some <laughs> some call it a, the move of God, yes. Some won't go into that debate. But when everything is high and the worship leader starts saying, You could have been dead, you could have been you could have been broke, you could have been this, you could have been that. I'm there thinking, you know what, yeah, that's actually true. Like let's appreciate God. But then on the flip side, to obviously look at things holistically. Does that low-key draw out those that are dead, those that are broke, those that are in those tough situations that the worship leader is saying, look, be grateful to God because you could have been X, Y, and Z. You could have no job. You could have you could have been this. You could have been that. You could have been this. But thank God you're here. You're standing. I think that's just a way of getting people... I think when people use phrases like that, I think it's just a way of getting people to appreciate the situation that they're in. And like there's a saying that's kind of like, someone always has it worse than you. And that is true. Like, no matter how bad you think you are, there is always going to be someone worse than you. At the end of the day, we all have it better than people who are dead in, in, in a way. Like, So I think people just say that to say, like, you could be in a much worse situation and you're not. And there's a sense of perspective and appreciation that comes from looking at things like that. So... Mm. I don't necessarily think it's wrong to say that, but what I do think it's wrong to do is basically think that just because you're you're not doing as bad as such and such over there, that that could very easily be every single one of us. Life, mm. this life is it doesn't like there's no favorites in life. It's just everybody gets dealt a card, and you can't really choose which cards you get dealt. Unfortunately, it's just mm. grace of God and prayer. Mm. So then, what's the difference between like? Obviously, what we've just said, appreciate appreciating God for, for where we're at and appreciating God for where we're at and also calling out where we could have been. Because obviously people on the rece- people who are not in a position as us could potentially take offence. Well, I think I think that everybody, everyone's, pro- like we could have all been somewhere different, you know, like ultimately most of us are where we are today either through a a combination of choices aka free will and b a combination of the grace of god so it's like i'm saying it's like i could easily say oh well i could have been a drug addict if i decided to take the drugs that somebody offered me in school Mm. um so when we say that oh well i'm not there i think it's one way of saying thank god for his grace that i didn't do that and i didn't make that choice and because i could be somebody completely different today thank god that i married this person and i didn't marry that guy because you know i could have been he could have been beating me and i could have been 
um, divorced. You know, it's not necessarily, and that, that's not to say, oh, well, look at me, I'm not divorced versus someone who is divorced, but it's mm. just, it's an appreciation. Thank God, because the situation could have been a different story. So where's the bad doctrine then? I think it's, what I'm saying is that you have to be careful how you, oh, okay, okay. That, um, when you when you say things like, oh, thank God that I'm not in this situation, you have to be very careful because it, it could easily be you tomorrow. So it's just like, so you can easily, you can, you can say, thank you God that I didn't die in that car crash. Mm. But equally, it's a perspective of somebody else did die and somebody else could have died. Somebody yeah. else is mm. in this situation. Mm-hmm. And that could very easily be me tomorrow as well. It's just, it's just to enhance the gratefulness to God and enhance the heart of thanksgiving. But it's not necessarily to compare and to be like, oh, well, look at me, I'm doing better than that other person. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it probably comes down to obviously how it's communicated because you don't want to come out and say, oh, thank God I'm not like Tyrone or, or thank God I'm not like Bonanley or God, I just want to bless you because I could have been like Bonanley and been broke. Like things like that, then that's where it's just like, wow. I think that's where the difference is. I think if you're being very specific um, in, and <laughs> whether that's out of ignorance or out of spite, I think that's the difference because saying, I don't personally necessarily think that you saying, oh, you know, I'm grateful to God that I didn't die. I don't think that is a slight on people who are dead. I think like when you when you think about it, the honest truth is that it's unfortunate other people have died for example, let's use COVID. Like there are people who have died from COVID and there's people who have recovered from COVID. Um, I don't think someone who's saying, who said, you know, I could have died during COVID and I'm grateful to God. I don't think that necessarily um, is insensitive. But I think when someone now goes, um, I'm alive, but you know, uh, so and so, so died, died, um, died of COVID, but God kept me. That one mm. is that one is too. I wouldn't. Mm. It's it's a it's between malicious and strongly naive. That's a a strongly naive kind of prayer because it's like you don't have to bring so and so's name in a mix. Even if you were thinking of that person, like you don't need to throw other people under the bus. And I think that's the difference. It's the heart behind the prayer, mm. as opposed and it's the heart and the intention behind the prayer, as opposed to. Maybe sometimes we may communicate wrong, but sometimes I'm very careful that I'm very careful of trying to police people when they pray, especially when it's not necessarily theologically wrong. Um, mm. It might just be a matter of expression and how they express or how they put words together, as opposed to there's downright wrong and there's downright that's how this person prays. And it's mm. not wrong, it's just that's that's their expression of prayer. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that for sure. Obviously, we said earlier about, you know, when life starts laughing, we can be a bit more appreciative or a lot of people are reflective, like when it when they turn um, or when they get older or when they celebrate a birthday, rather. It's very much, yeah, reflective, reflective, start deep and, you know, where where God has brought us from or how far God has brought us, etc. Do, do, do you guys feel like young people are grateful as much as people within our generation, or like the Gen Zs, for example? Because obviously we know, we know like... When you go through something and you come out of it on the other side, you start to become grateful. Or when you reach a birthday, you start reflecting and thinking back to, you know, the the struggles you may have had or the testimonies that you have. And and it's easy to be reflective, but and easy to be grateful for for such things like, I don't know, your your organs or your limbs. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember when I got injured in football and I couldn't walk for three months. 
But when I got when I was back to normal, I proper started thanking God for my legs. I, it sounds silly, but I proper started thanking God for like all of these different organs that I have. Whereas before, I probably took it for granted, like you were saying earlier, because nothing's ever gone wrong. So, do you feel like before things go wrong, people are still grateful, or is it? Or do we become more grateful when life starts laughing? I would say you probably do become more grateful as you 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 grow older. I think it's I think it's just a maturity thing. It's like now on Twitter where we always see people saying like, oh, this adulting is the ghetto. When I was a child, I did not appreciate that adulting was going to be hard. My mom used to tell me, enjoy your childhood. I just wanted to I just wanted to to earn some money and not have to ask permission to to do to go out. Like literally when I was thinking adulthood, that is all I wanted in this life earn some money and not have to ask anybody to do anything. I didn't realise on this side there was going to be bills. I didn't realise, you know, I didn't realise that I was like literally every single month you're going to have to pay your bills and if you don't pay them, wahala. I didn't know that something can go wrong. You said, what was it you said the other day, Gabs? You had a a plumber and I didn't know that these things happened equally when I wasn't a mother. I wanted to be a mum because I was seeing all these, obviously not just because I've seen all these cute babies on Instagram or or Twitter, but it's something that I really, my heart desired. And now I'm a mum. And sometimes I'm like, this is really hard. I'm grateful. I love my child and I'm so grateful to be a mum. I thank God for motherhood and, um, you know, that everything that that's opened up for me. But also, I didn't sometimes I just want five minutes to go to the toilet in peace. I just want five minutes to sit down and rest. But obviously that comes with responsibilities as well. So I didn't appreciate I just think it's just a, a naivety thing. We all kind mm. of don't appreciate what what's on the other side until you go through something and you're like, oh my goodness. Like I did, like like you said when you said about your legs, I had when I had brain surgery about six or seven years ago, after I had the surgery, I had to lie flat for three days, as in I could not, um, oh, wow. literally, I couldn't go to the toilet, nothing. Like I had to lie flat, I couldn't bath myself, I couldn't do anything. And that was for three days. And then after three days, they let me um, sit up like 45 degrees or something. So I still couldn't walk, I still couldn't get out of bed. All I could do was just sit up. And when I was lying flat, I was thinking, oh my goodness, there are some people who are paralyzed and they, literally can you imagine being paralyzed from the neck down they cannot do anything and that's when I had a new appreciation like even just to eat like can you imagine trying to eat like lying flat is very very uncomfortable for three days mm. that's when I became appreciative of oh my gosh like even just to be able to eat food and sitting upright that's amazing but you if I had not gone through that experience I would never know and it's not because like I don't think it's necessarily because Gen Z are walking around ungrateful. I just think it's it's just a lack of maturity because you don't know these things until sometimes you come to the other side. And no matter how much people will try and tell you, like enjoy this current season, be grateful for this, that, that and the other, you don't know until you've walked it. And when you do, it's too late to turn back. So mm, true. That is very, very true. What are your thoughts on that, Eman? No, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that hundred percent. I feel like um uh, yes, age does do that. The age, actually, let me rephrase what I'm saying. Age should do that because there are some people who grow in age but are still very much complainers. They're not grateful for anything. They All they just do is whine and groan. Mm. And But I think what, the more you grow with God and the more you... you yeah, you journey with God, you naturally will learn by default. You can't not walk with God and not learn how to, you know, to be grateful. Like I, I'm thinking of Paul talking about how he he knew how to be abased, like he knew how to 
not have anything. And he knew he, he knew how to live life mm. with much. Mm. Um, but in everything, like being content in all seasons, like that's that's what wisdom, maturity, and, and experience with God looks like. I think it's just that that mature perspective that that begins to review how you look at life. Like when you're younger and you're more, you know, like uh not just younger, but when you when you lack depth with God. You're very impulsive. You're very self-centered. Your your focus is on yourself. And then when you go through things, then you then begin to realize more about the world around you. Like sometimes people, you don't have to have cancer before you you become more grateful. But mm. sometimes you will see people like Christians, like gone through cancer. They're like, yo, like this is it's a terrible thing to go through. But even in that, I learned so much more about God. I learned so much more about myself. I learned so much about my family because, you know, you know, when things were tough, family came together. Like people, some I don't know, it's a weird humanity thing. It's not just Christians, but it's in humanity where when suffering comes, it seems like a lot of humanity then comes alive. Like a lot more of our humanity then comes alive. We want to be more caring. We want to be more kind. Like mm. even what you said, what you said with your leg, like me, for me, it's like maybe when I have a cold or something, I think of all the times that I could breathe in and smell good food. <laughs> when my nose wasn't blocked, when my throat wasn't sore mm. and I would be thinking, I'm like, ah, really took up because we could wake up and we didn't have sore throat. We just, do you, do you understand? And then it's a code that begins you to change your perspective. Like, you know, even parenting, like what we're saying, like, bro, like it's, don't get me wrong. It's an amazing thing. But the challenges that come with it, I remember when growing up and my mom and dad would say certain things. They're like, look, when, when you have your own kids, you'll see for yourself. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I have one. They had five. They had five. I have one. And I'm like, bruh, you guys really, I'm, I am, listen, like, I am so grateful for the example my parents set me. Because literally, guys, like, to have five kids and then a marriage as well, like, to have a marriage that, you know, a healthy marriage, that's not kids play. But they did it. And I'm like, you know what? Thankfully, I have that example to look up to. And to kind of keep me motivated and, you know, keep me going when I'm maybe feeling down or feeling, you know, low. But it's those things there when you see other people go through it or when you see other people going through a level of suffering. And you're like, look how they're doing it with such grace. Look how they're doing it with such, I don't know, with such humility. It challenges you and it makes you go, wait, if someone is going through that, if someone can do that, why can't I or why why must why should I behave the way that I'm behaving currently right now? Why why should I think that way? So yeah. Mm -hmm. Real talk, bro. Definitely real talk. I wanna ask, bro, we have to address the elephant in the room. Your dad, bro, he anointed you, bro, for your birthday. Why? What what's talk the... to me about that experience, bro? What's the point? <laughs> All right, can you see what's going on? 
cool, cool, cool. So yeah, my yeah. Anyway, for for the viewers, I'll, this time because I could say I could fully say no comment, but I see the humor in it. So yeah, I mean on my birthday, um, you can't, you can't even say no comment. Everyone saw it. Everyone saw the pictures. Yeah, like, because yeah, because I put it up because I saw the humor in it. I didn't know it was coming to the podcast. But yeah, um, yeah, on my on my birthday, um, on my birthday weekend, um, at our church, my dad came to. To support, to, to show his face, but to also kind of pray for me. And, you know, yeah, it was it was great. It was amazing. I had no clue. I had no idea mm. what he was planning. I just thought it would be a normal prayer and, you know, we get the ball rolling. And mm. behold, that said, God <laughs> asked him to anoint me. I said, calm, that's cool. You, be, This guy's been anointing me all my life. I don't see no mm. problem with this. Mm. All of a sudden, I, you, know, you know, and I'm wearing stuff that, you know, the oil shouldn't be touching really. I'm wearing a white shirt, I'm wearing denim on denim, like I'm wearing, you know, my crepes, I'm wearing some crepes that oil shouldn't even it shouldn't even oh, touch the bottom expensive of expensive stuff. <laughs> so literally it's just the oil starts pouring, but it's not stopping. Mm-hmm. Then it's just rub like it's it's going down the back, down my back through my shirt, through my jeans jacket. It is going down my face. It's in my eyes. It's in my mouth. <laughs> At one point, I, I thought, you know what? I was telling I was telling my siblings, I said, yo, I was burning at one point because there was one point where my dad fully put his hand in my bed and was now rubbing the oil in my bed. I said, you know what, yeah? This, um, yeah, this, I'm um, seriously burning. My <laughs> shirt, yeah, it looked like it was the, I don't know. It looked like it was the tissue that aunties used to put puff puff when they finished frying. <laughs> it was, yeah, it you was. Know, that's crazy. a good anointing session, man. That's <laughs> a very good session, man. That one is real. That anointing will last. And bro, if things don't change in my life, then uh-huh. we we'll have to get we we'll have to get that refund because how I must change hands. Jesse, but it was a funny experience. And obviously, after that, he then went to go and sing a funny birthday song. Which was proud to say yeah, I, that he composed. Us, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I should even insert it right here. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Insert it, insert it. Find the audio and insert it. That one, that one, that's fine. Jokes aside, though, that's that's definitely a good experience, man. It's nice to see that a dad can. It's nice to see that son and dad are both pastors, mm. and that dad can happily anoint his son. Um, and obviously, it, it kind of shows that yeah, you you are ready for the for this work. You are ready for this call, man. I mm. think it's great. It's great to see because obviously, lots of people go out to like mega pastors to get anointed to get their hand to get their heads laid upon mm-hmm. i'm not going to mention any names but loads of people can happily go out to like big passes and stuff mm-hmm. but when you've got it in-house so it's an amazing it must be an amazing experience for you that you don't necessarily need to go outside of your home to you know seek seek i don't know healing or seek deliverance or seek prayer that like, yeah you've actually got it in your your own home man, which, which, yeah which is definitely good no, I'm I'm grateful. Obviously, I'm grateful for those that you know may follow me on socials or whatever. 
you know, my dad is my greatest inspiration. Uh, he's my greatest hero after Jesus. So the fact, even, you know, when we planted, since we planted the church, even pre-planting the church, just in life, he's been there at every pivotal moment in my life. And then, so for us to then plant a church and, you know, he's actively supporting us and encouraging us. He doesn't, you know, he's not trying to be manipulative, or manipulative, sorry. He's not trying to control us. He's not, even though, you know, He's not a pastor in house or, you know, whatever. It's like, look, you guys do this. I believe in you guys. You guys can do amazing things. So, yeah, the fact that he did it, I'm grateful. The fact that, he, you know, that, that anointing special, that was, it was a lot of things. But, wait, it's a, it's a memorable occasion. And I saw, I saw the fun in it. I saw the banter in it. And that's why I posted it. Like, I didn't feel any sort of way. I didn't feel embarrassed. I was like, look, let everyone, you know, share, share in this and let's have fun together whilst doing serious things as well. So, yeah. Mm. Mate, there's no shame there at all, man. That's mm. that's quality anointing right there, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's definitely some quality stuff, bro. <laughs> has anything like that happened before? Where, like, your dad has proper, like, anointed you in public? Um, yeah, when... Um, so, when... Um, just before the pandemic last year, um, so, our ordination... Um, so, our, well, my... Um, ordination into apostleship and then for my brother uh, being ordained as a prophet and then my wife as a pastor as well so mm-hmm. he did it just be- it was literally two weeks before the pandemic but that that oil situation it was a different situation it was just light it was light work it was just small small whatever mm-hmm. so yeah he did that last year but as much as he does like maybe when we go for Christmas or whatnot the family pray together you know he anoints us we have communion together but the two biggest ones were probably this 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 one by far in all history. That one, in all the years of my life, this was the biggest mm-hmm. one. And then maybe the last one was, yeah, last year's um yeah, last year's one just before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate that, man. I feel like I don't I haven't seen a sort of anointing session like that in a long time, man. Go to a church where they do it properly and then you'll be happy. <laughs> Yeah, badly, badly. But look, now nah, we don't really see we don't really see these things properly, like laying of hands. Look, laying of hands can be a whole episode in its own, but we don't, we don't really we don't really see it. We don't really see it that much. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Authentically, anyway, properly. Yeah, yeah. Authentically, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm sure it does, but it mm-hmm. probably doesn't happen as much as we probably should, or as much as it should, or as much we don't have much awareness about it. But yeah. Obviously, the ones that we do see is obviously like you know silly stuff. Yeah, like, but we don't. But it's been a while that I've seen. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Ah, because I I felt like you were probably gonna say someone's name or say something. Like, let me not go there today because that's that. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We could let me could do episode of that in yeah. a, in a few episodes time. To be fair, Ooh. we can dive into all of that car. I was gonna say, please don't open any kind of worms today. Let's just <laughs> let's just go in peace. Today we'll have peace, uh. Today you'll have peace. Even though the people listen don't want peace, but today we'll have peace. No problem. Always. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want peace. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That meme is definitely too funny, bro. Hmm. Wow. But no, so yeah, it's definitely it's definitely good to see. It's refreshing, man. Mm-hmm. It is. It's actually very inspirational and touching. I'm a bit emotional when it comes to things like that, so I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah, or oh, I love her emotions, man. I do. So, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's good, man. It's good. It's good. It's good. And I've, like I said, it's all about doing things in a healthy way and setting healthy examples. For me, I don't have anything to hide. So it kind of goes back to why I shared it because I'm not, look, 
it's a serious thing, but it just goes to show like this is it's a reality for some. Like me, my dad. Sometimes he can overdo it, but that's dad. Like, and I don't feel a way about it. Like to him, I know it means something, and I know that he won't he won't violate or take the liberties. So when he's doing, whenever he's doing something, I know he's doing it because he really means it. But I'm gonna show, like, I'm gonna show the world that, like, I feel I don't need, I don't don't need to, but I felt like I I wanted to because I'm just like sometimes for a lot of people they haven't seen like leaders do things authentically or have authentic experiences. Well, I'm you know I'm not I'm not gonna be able to change the whole narrative, but I'm mm. gonna show you mine and that, that like I said that does that's not gonna change the whole narrative. There's people that have taken a mic, there's people that have taken liberties, there's people that have violated. But for me, let me share my little one. Let some people like some people were really touched by it. Like they were like, "Wow!" Like I can't be yeah, like father me. son. Da, 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 like mm. the, I got messages. You know, some people mm. commented. It was like so for and and I didn't think I was gonna get. I just thought you know I, you know I, I was gonna be on the receiving end of of the banner quote tweets, which I was. I knew that was gonna come anyway. But in general, like a lot of people were blessed. So for me, I'm like, okay, cool. Like just mm. doing that little thing just by showing people that little clip okay fine like at the end of the day god gets glorified but at the same time it just goes to show people can what when you do things authentically it can be a blessing to people and for me that's what my life is all about being authentic being authentic being an authentic leader or being an authentic personality that is in a public view like you can do things you know that yeah that are, that are calm that yeah are truthful that are biblical or scriptural and yeah like yeah people would be blessed yeah no word that's the thing man when I saw it I didn't even think better I didn't even think it was funny to be honest I didn't really look at it the way most people looked at it I looked at it like for raw like this is proper nice man this is proper sweet maybe maybe because my dad's not around so that might have played a part but I didn't really think oh lord this is funny like banner I I literally thought man the good old days man when Mm -hmm. they used to see like pastors really get anointed by other pastors or I used to get, you know, I used to see people get healed or I used to see laying of hands get done appropriately. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because obviously recently I just, I see videos of all this nonsense. People send me videos of all these pastors doing the madness. But (laughs) seeing that, it made me think, do you know what, man? Like the Christendom, as much as I hate to use that word, we haven't, we haven't lost it completely. Do you know what Mm. I mean? There's still, there's still a few of us that are still riding strong. There's still a few of us that still know how to do ministry properly. There's still a few of us that still, know how to lay hands correctly. So mm-hmm. in seeing that, I didn't even think, oh yeah, Panda, this is funny. Oh, I, lit- I saw it more on the, this is ministry done correctly, man. And I appreciate yeah. it. Nah, man. That's that's solid. That, that, that's blessed me, man. Because I know, yeah, you, you saying that to me, that's really, that's really blessed me. Because at least, once again, it kind of encourages me to do more stuff like that, which is, yeah, which is what I want to do. I want to show more authentic moments. Yeah, no, you definitely should, man. One, from obviously like a family perspective, like yeah. parent, father yeah. and son and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And secondly, obviously from a ministry piece as well, man. Yeah. Or as we'll be doing more. I was even going to, I was even going to um, point on my social medias, like what sort of content would people like to see me do? That doesn't mean I'm turning into a content creator, but... <laughs> just influenza. But yeah. Influenza, I was passed on. Um, it's, not, it's, it's not even that kind of part. I don't have time to be creating bare content. If someone can come on board and help me do that, fantastic. But in the meantime, it's just li- what little things can I do? Maybe once a week, whether that's, you know, sharing a scripture or maybe w- going back to the videos that I was doing once a week or whatever. 
but yeah, man, that's yeah, I'm, that's what I'm really I'm, that's what I'm really here. I'm here to I want to use my platform to, to you know to bless people in in the authentic way that God has called me to do it. So mm. yeah, if, if you're you, on Insta, people are definitely gonna say the drip videos. <laughs> <laughs> ah, then they should put money in my account. Badly <laughs> put money in my account because I'm I'm God hasn't called me to be doing boohoo reels. That's not my assignment. And this is not to send for anyone that was It's not cheap, bro. It's not cheap, you know. Ah, so please, guys, cheap, <laughs> if you want to be buying and returning like some of these young babies. Look, I look, I have I look, I can have shame. Look, I, I have shame <laughs> sensors in my body. They work. I will not be buying clothes and then sending the doing back to sender. God forbid. I don't uh, I will I be behaving like a uni student that's banging F? <laughs> God forbid. That's what these content creators are doing, but they're buying on Klarna and returning. I, <laughs> I cannot do that thing. I can't. I'm, why am I going to buy? I'm, I'm returning so I can wear on Instagram. I'm sorry. And this is not to dig at anybody that does. This is not a dig. I promise you, this is not a dig. I just personally, I if I want to buy something, I want to keep it. I only yeah, buy clothes that I want to keep. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You guys put money in my pocket and I'll do it for you. I'll, in fact, guys, send me the money. I will do as many as you want me to do. I will change my, I will change my career, but I'll go into modeling. I promise you. Give me the money. Okay. Pastor Eva. Trust me. Angel. Trust me. No, man. Yeah, I'll go into modeling ASAP. I'll do, that would be, that would be my, that would be my job. Aside from outside of church. I'll just do that. That will bring in the money. Then I'll, you know, the rest is ministry. Yes, if, one day you'll be linking up Mike, Mike Todd, boy, in a red J4s. <laughs> ah, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> They'll even be doing book deal for me. Come on. Yeah, trust, bro. You made the money, boy. Once you touch America, you're clear, bro. I'm gone. Oh, I'm joking, man. But yeah, no, seriously. Even if, for those who are listening now, like, let me know. Let me know if there's... There's any 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 part of me that you like that you want me to use to bless you guys, I'll do it. I'll I'll see it as best as possible, and I'll try and do it. That's it. All right, you two do your own announcement as well, man. Ah, Be doing that. I have nothing to to promote. <laughs> I already said that she's going to start uh, making videos for returning back to work. Oh, I did say that actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, wow. All right, you're going to be a YouTuber, yeah? No, on my Instagram, please. I don't have time to be editing and, and doing all of that. It's going to be very raw footage. You know me. Mm. My Instagram is so unfiltered. Like, it's the absolute worst. Like, no, it's just raw, unfiltered footage. But I was just thinking, because as a new mummy, if I can even say that now, it's been almost a year at this point. It's been seven months. Um, not mm. to be dramatic. That, but that, I just, that Nigerian has almost been a year. <laughs> How long? <laughs> Several months. That's why I changed my But obviously, like, I've been so nervous about going back to work. I still have a couple months left. But um, that was the content that I need to see. I need to see regular mums, working mums, just going to work and living their lives and showing how they balance it all. Be the change you want to see, all right? So I said, yeah, I might start, I might start a little back to work series. But wow. That's <laughs> it. Start doing reels, man. <laughs> Hmm. You know, you know, you wanted to be a socialite slash influencer. No, this is how you, I do say, like you can be a momfluencer. That's what you look cool, isn't it? Momfluencer. Mom I have. I don't like um, Instagram motherhood. I think it's very toxic. But that's a that's. Why well, talk about it, man? Wow. Okay. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> I really do. Not everybody, right. but I think generally speaking, it can be very um it can be very useful and helpful, but it can also be as a new mother, if you're a new mother and you're struggling with like anxiety or postpartum depression or everything that comes with being a new mum, I would advise to just stay off that whole motherhood thing because it will just trigger you differently if it's breastfeeding if it's formula feeding if it's doing flashcards with your baby teaching them how to read before they can even go to school like it's just it can be very um it can just be very intimidating and that's why I think it, it can be toxic it's not it's not it isn't always I know everyone who does mommy influencing on Instagram is is toxic but that is kind of the direction that it can it can head in if you're not careful do you think that's the case for everything yeah, on Instagram? Yeah. Or do you think mumfluencing specifically? No, I think it can be a lot of things. Like even now at the moment, um, like this kind of like black women in luxury thing that people are doing. It's amazing. There's like a whole like Instagram for like black women unboxing like expensive designer bags and shoes. Okay. And this is whole like black women in luxury thing, which is amazing. Like it's great for visibility for letting people know that, you know, there are black women who are achieving and doing amazing things. But I think um, one of the drawbacks of that kind of thing is that it allows people to think that all of these things are easily accessible and attainable when like they are, but also the average person does not have money to be unboxing massive packages of Louis Vuitton and Chanel every single mm, day like 100% not sustainable and it's not for everybody that's a brand and it's a niche and it's um it's a very expensive <laughs> niche for regular people with regular jobs which most people are I would call regular individuals they just it's just not sustainable mm. and um I think Instagram makes people believe that those kind of things are attainable and it's how we should be living but in reality those things are luxuries for enjoyment once in a while but it's not an everyday thing and people try to kind of keep up with um with that lifestyle and it's not how we're supposed to be living in my humble opinion mm. i'll definitely hear that bro it's definitely interesting to hear especially like with the the monthfluencer stuff because i definitely feel like there's several different topics several different areas on instagram where it's just like yeah if you're going through it stay off instagram yeah if you're looking for a new job stay off instagram if your, I don't know, whatever, stay off Instagram because, you know, well, social media in general, like Twitter, Instagram. Obviously, I don't really know much about this influencers. I just know that it's a title that, you know, women with babies give themselves and then they take fancy pictures. But (laughs) it's definitely, it's definitely interesting to to hear the ins and outs. And I know that you're very close to, you're very close to the, to the mum, to the mummyhood over there. So Maybe, maybe you should be the one to change it. No, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in mm. perpetuating all of these stereotypes. I beg. I'm just a humble babe living my life. I have my ups and downs, just like everybody else. Aura mm. <laughs> <laughs> said, "I'm not involved." Trust me. No, because I would hate to contribute to something that I think can already be quite problematic. Sometimes, not everybody, and not all the time, but. Maybe you can give the the good perspective, though, isn't it, of what, you know what motherhood I think looks like. I think that the problem with Instagram is that um, it's not so much the influencers all the time. A lot of the time, it's the consumers, aka the average person, you and I. I think sometimes it us as consumers can project how we feel onto people, and maybe the person who posted that didn't intend for it to come across a certain way, but because we're in our feelings about something, we take it that kind of way. So, um, I don't know. There's not really any right way to do it. Everybody, each to their own, really. Mm. I hear that. I hear that, boy. 
Um, Eman, you got a scripture for us? Yes, I do. To wrap this all up, I know we've spoken a bit about different things, but yeah, as the Spirit leads to give a scripture on anything we've spoken about. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, it says, In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It is simple, it is plain, it is clear. In everything give thanks uh, for those who are going through terrible times, for those who are going through great times, for those who are going through mere times, like it's 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 always an opportunity to give thanks. Why? Because there's something that God is always doing in your life, even when you're going through the hardest of times. Like there's always, there's perspective to see. And that's why we, in the scriptures, we see even like in James, like the apostle James says um, in chapter one, that people should count it all joy when they face various tribulations. Like there's something as challenging as it is, but God wants to reframe our mindsets, especially when we're going through the toughest times. So yeah, always remember to be thankful. It's just a Christian way of living and it will bless you. It will bless your outlook on life. Amen. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Really do appreciate it. On to the next episode. See ya. Peace.